I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-truckin' down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-lookin' for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any rocky mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings. But that's never been a problem, cause we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks. What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Good morning, Jim, Brother Dave, and Super Dave. Welcome back, guys. Hi, morning, everybody. everybody. Morning. You guys know what episode this is? No cheating. Episode oh, I'm 83. Already. I can't even find it. <laughs> <laughs> I looked already. So. Uh, hey, before we do the pledge, we didn't mention it last week. You know, we were going into the long holiday for Memorial Day. So we just want to say a big thank you for the men and women who paid the ultimate sacrifice for this country. Absolutely. Thank yeah. you very much, yeah. everyone. Yeah, I ran across a few. Uh, you know, pieces this weekend on on people talking that what you have to remember. Sure. You know the you know when I was telling you guys yesterday, meat sales you know were up, and <laughs> you know vacation traveling was up, and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you just you have to remember what that what Memorial Day is truly about. Yeah, just it's not just a the barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, it's good to be with family, but maybe we wouldn't have those families without the sacrifices of the of the men and women you know, through the years. Yeah, I. Uh, so I put my flag at half mast right when I woke up in the morning, and but I, I wanted to read up on it because there's certain holidays you do, there's certain holidays you don't. I was pretty sure Memorial Day you're going to go half mast, but then it said at noon you got to put a full mast because we want to be encouraging and America's going to keep going. Something yeah. to that, something mm. to that effect. Mm. So, there yeah. is a lot of rules when it comes to displaying a flag. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. Yep. You you had that app on your phone. I for, did, yeah, but it told you. Right at you know. at my other house, Jim, I had a flagpole, and mm-hmm. there's this app you just subscribe to, right? And it tells you what days and where the flag needs to be and whatnot, and it tells you in advance, not just the morning of, right. you know, because I, unfortunately, I would do it the night before, which isn't the correct etiquette, but mm-hmm. I wasn't out there at three thirty in the morning doing it, but yeah, I thought it said sunrise. Well, no. well, either way, I, I had a light on mine and it flew twenty four seven. That's that's what I do. Yeah. I got a I got a LED um, rechargeable solar mm-hmm. solar yeah. light on mine, and mine stays up all the yep. time as well. Yeah. Have so. you guys noticed? Uh, I go that way quite a bit. I mean, going and visiting Danielle and and Tyler and stuff in Greeley, but just past sixty six, I guess I'll have to ask Linda. One of the places there, I think it's a camper place, just put up a giant new flag. Oh yeah. And it was coming home the other night. Actually, it was this weekend. Come to think about it, how how poignant! But it was just huge. Yeah, lit up, and it was yeah. it was not flying straight out. I don't even. I think it's so big. I don't even think it can. But it was just that wave. You know yeah. the huh. the vision that you you hear about. You right. Know, and it God, it was beautiful. Right. Yeah. Bella was out there when I was putting a flag back up to full mass. We went to the range for the first time. Well, first time on our pistol. But anyway. She's like, well, what are you doing with the old flag? I was like, well, we got to burn it. She's like, you're going to burn the flag? I'm like, yeah. I says, it's bad if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, but if you're doing it for the right reason, it's good. 
So she's like, well, what was wrong with it? So I pull it out of the truck and I show her and she's like, can I have it? I'm like, well, that solves the burning problem. <laughs> so we folded it up, made a nice triangle. I was like, you know, you got to take care of it. You can't let it, you know, just be on the floor, use it as a blanket or anything like that. And the other day I seen it was on a dresser. So yeah. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. pretty cool. Very patriotic. Uh, speaking of being patriotic, let's go ahead and say our pledge to the allegiance. Or pledge awesome. your allegiance, I should say. I pledge, pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. All right, we're going to get into the trucker prayer. We did have another prayer request this week from Steve Barnes for his buddy John and Cindy. Cindy was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, so here we go. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to go out and do some trucking today. We pray for the safety of our fleet, all of their families, and all the other families and individuals we come across on the road today. We pray for patience and the making of good, safe decisions. We pray to be accident-free and that we all make it back to the comfort of our homes this evening. We pray for healing and 100% recovery for all of our family members that are ill. We pray for a miracle for Sydney and strength and peace for John. And we pray that we find Amber's mom. No matter what, we trust you, God, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just the four men in this room. And sometimes we don't even agree on each other's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know it's like the, I don't know, for me, Jam, it's like the third or fourth time. I get, well, I know you've been doing this for a little bit here, but... Last week, I guess I really paid attention to it. This week, I paid attention to the words here mm -hmm. and our, our topic later about cell phone use yes. and the call-in we had yesterday yep. where that if that person wasn't paying attention, how it would have ended. Yep. And, and it just that, I don't know, the, yeah, I mean, the whole thing we, yeah. We're that, basically, they, that other people get home safe. Yeah, we're basically praying for the incident that almost occurred yesterday to not happen. Right? right. That's what I'm that's what just dawned on me <laughs> yeah. is what I'm getting at. Well, Absolutely. well put, Jim, yeah. Yep. Episode 82, 542 downloads. Seems like we're holding steady over 500. We're at 36.3,000 total downloads and we stayed at 197 followers. So Nice. It's time for the dad joke challenge. I'm not going to rope anybody into this one. I got two. One of them's a meme that I saw this week. You know how we've been having all these Miller Moss around? Mm -hmm. Do you know what Miller Moss are? Miller Moss? I don't know. <laughs> They're just butterflies from Commerce City. <laughs> oh, man. Man, man. That's good. Allie, my, my middle daughter, she just absolutely hates them. But there is a little bit of story where Erica would chase her with them when they were both littler. So there is some some trauma there. But she was really upset because we've had not, I guess this week it hasn't been too bad. But anyway, the smoke we've had from the fires, mm -hmm. that's lengthened the time we'll have the Miller Moss. Really? Because they can't find the moon. And that's what guides them to 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 migrate. So, and so yeah, so Allie was like, ah, oh, we got like, Three or four more weeks of them or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we got to wait for the next moon, I guess, right? <laughs> I don't wow. think they're nearly as bad. I mean, I, I remarked to Janet last night, I don't think we have 
a fraction of what we had before. Yeah, like a few weeks um, ago, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, yeah. I, I agree. I mean, Which it was funny. I don't really think we got him here at work nearly as bad as I had him at the house. Uh, yeah, we had him. Yeah. My shed is a Millamoth like sanctuary. Yeah, right? yeah. You open the door and it's just like bats yep, flying yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, Miller, crazy. Millamoth poop all over the window. Like, oh, that's the like, worst, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, our windows are awful at the house. Yeah. Hey, did you guys know the capital of Ireland is the fastest growing city? Did you guys know that? Uh-uh. Every year it's Dublin. <laughs> Man. Oh. Well, shoot, I, I, I got a chance to go golfing this weekend and was with my buddy, and, and they put a, another group of guys with us or two others, and they were all talking and stuff, and I don't know, scuba diving came up, and the one guy was, hey, hey, he said, do you know why scuba divers always fall off the boat backwards and one of the guys spoke up and goes yeah because if they fall forward they'll always fall in the boat ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. well it's clearly fishing season you know i mean everybody's getting their fish on spring and you know about to be summer here and stuff like that and do you guys know the best way to catch a fish with bait <laughs> Have someone throw a fish at you. <laughs> uh, that'd be slippery. I'd drop that. Yeah, good luck catching, catching it, right? Right. So we've had a lot of rain. <clears throat> it's been uh, a, a near record rainy May. What does happen when it rains cats and dogs outside? I've seen this one. You'd think this has got to be simple, right? <laughs> it it is. is. like. Cats and dogs are, you know, fetch or something like that. Always you, be lots of tails and paws. You <laughs> just have to be very careful not to step in a poodle. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. That is. New employees. We got a little bit of a list here. We got Isaac Norris and Lou V. Hill started last week. And then we got Megan Rendon, Grant Camozzi, and John Cristobal, and Matthew Robbins all started yesterday. Nice. I got to ask Grant if he's related, related to Chris Camozzi. Chris Camozzi is a local fighter here. Mm. So, could be. Yeah, we were. It might be a good time to talk about it. You know, hopefully they listen to the podcast and stuff. But, you know, when we the group of guys that started yesterday that uh, Dave, you had in the room, and then, and then JR took for orientation, uh, I think you brought it up, Dave. But I always wonder what that group of guys think, you know, because there's all of them starting, mm-hmm. you know, like. Yeah, is there some people, not one? Yeah, yeah. Right? Is there something wrong with the company? You know, yeah. why do we have that space? Ramping up. <laughs> right, ramping up. Or, you know, again, we talk about it over and over, the, the strength of our PTO system and having the extra drivers. Yeah. And, you know, again, we, you know, people, life changes for people. We have people quit. And, and uh, again, we're going to get to it here in the conversation, but we had to let somebody go yesterday. And, yeah. you know, that's the, that's the ability to make – you know JFW better, and I think without again without the the new people that start, you you can't do that. Yep. You know you you don't have that that freedom. Yep. All four of those people starting on the same day is just chance. You know, so often you'll make a hiring choice and they say yes, I want to accept a job, but then somebody will be able to start in one week. Somebody will tell you they want to give three weeks. Right. Um, that's, that's a good point, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. So absolutely. when they say, well, I want to start on Monday the 24th or whatever it was, or the 30th, I'm like, okay, <laughs> bring it on. Let's yeah. Get, yeah. get you going. The sooner the better. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's probably easier for JR. I mean, I know it's a little hectic for you in the mornings, Dave, but JR to do a whole group because then you have an interaction. Mm-hmm. You're not just one-on-one, yeah. which I know is yeah. personal, but each person might have a different question. Yeah, right? he says he really likes that, and it makes the uh, the class much more interactive. Sure. Because if I ask a question, then it prompts you to ask a mm-hmm. question. Mm-hmm. And he says everybody gets really involved, and it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I've heard some feedback from new people. They really like hearing their name, like day one. <laughs> you oh. know what I mean? And they go home, and their family will be like, yo, check this out. Like They, they talked about me on the podcast this first That's cool. week. Yeah, and, and I'm mean, just thankful they're listening to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. and I hope it's our culture too that we still try to build it. You know, not to take anything away from I don't know Rick Gray or something, but that person that started yesterday and welcome aboard, all you guys. They're just as important as as Rick, and Rick's just as important to them because yeah. that you're part of the team the minute you step yeah. you know foot in here. Every so. family member counts. Yep. Yep. 100%. Soup, you want to take this next one? Uh, yeah. So uh, we lost a dear friend uh, um, a couple weeks ago. Um, Gary Tucker passed away. And uh, don't know if you know, um, he was the longtime loader operator for VARA. And um, he loaded me probably a thousand times along with a few other guys working here. Russ, Stingray, uh, Doogie, um, you know, all the guys that were here in the 90s and early 2000s. But yeah, uh, Paul, Paul Lanzini. Paul, yeah, yep. Paul. Um, Gary was probably the best loader operator I ever got loaded by. For, Agreed. For no scale, right? Yeah. For a yeah. long time. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah, so easy going as far as where you parked. I mean, so many of these people are like, I need you to pull forward two feet. And you'd pull up there and say, is this okay, Gary? And he goes, that's fine. This loader's got wheels, just like <laughs> wow. your truck. No big deal. You know, yeah, big well, deal. Wow. It never it never. You don't hear Gary. that. Yeah, no. you have You're to. You're six inches too far away. Yep. <laughs> Scoot over. Go around. Yeah and, he was right? al- yeah, and he was also that guy. I don't think I ever remember a bucket being slammed in your trailer. It was one smooth m- movement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He dropped that sand and. Flow and go. You know, pull it out and minutes you were loading, loaded and gone. Yeah. Mm. Definitely, definitely would yep. be missed. He, he could load trucks, and he would zip around that pit in reverse. Do you remember that, Dave? <laughs> oh, yeah, because reverse is faster than forward. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you going backwards, Gary? Well, reverse is faster than forwards. Yeah, I think wow. reverse in, in that one loader that he would, because we would be waiting at the one pit, and their shop was across the river on the other side of the pit there on County Road 13. The ori- Well, I call it the original, original pit. I don't know yeah, what it actually was. Original Vara. The yeah. original one we hauled out of. And, yeah, you'd look over it. 4.50 in the morning, and there's Gary, and the loader's, like, hauling ass backwards. And you're like, Gary, why are you going in reverse? Oh, loader's faster in reverse. You go, like, 28 miles an hour instead of 26, right? <laughs> Something yeah. like that. The very first time I got loaded by Gary was at Seagrist Sand and Gravel, right on I-25 in the front of Drode. Do you remember that pit? Yeah. Wow. Um, and, and Vara, I think, bought that pit. But Gary was uh, an employee for Seagrist, and not for long. I think it was just right at the beginning of his career. And uh, I might be wrong on that. It might have been a while. But anyway, then he became a VARA employee. But that was a VARA, well, it was a Seagrist pit and then became a VARA pit. Mm. But Wow, I didn't remember I, that I mean, at all. I mean, I was completely a brand-new driver. I had no idea where I was going. I had never been there before. And this kid comes up in this loader. He goes, you lost? And I'm like, yeah, I'm here to get some squeegee or something, you guys. Yeah. I don't even remember. And 
he's like, oh, okay, well, I'm Gary. And he, he was just the coolest dude and, uh, you know, took me by his hand and got me loaded and got me out of there. But I, first cool. impressions are pretty important, and he made an outstanding one on me. Ah, very nice. cool, Dave. Well, You'll be missed. Rest in peace, Gary Tucker. Yeah, absolutely. Celebrations, anniversaries. We had Rick Showtime Gray hit 14 years this past Sunday. And Dan the Duke Hawk hit six years yesterday. Nice. That's some good tenure for those guys. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah congratulations, Rick. Yep. Dan. Yeah. And Dan. Absolutely. Yeah. Birthdays. We got Senor Perfecto, a.k.a. Rosario Garcia. His birthday was on the 29th. Yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday, Rosario. And then family birthday celebrations. Jennifer Hunt yesterday. Happy birthday, Jennifer. And Amaris Ariola. That's Alonzo and Veronica's daughter. She had a birthday this week as well. Nice. Congratulations, yeah, Happy birthday. Shout-outs. Brother Dave, this is your shout-out. Why don't you go ahead and... Yeah, I love it. this. I, I, I refrained from telling Mike Bortz about it this morning because he and I talked a little bit, and he introduced me to the... the Megan. Uh, to Megan, yeah, that was started this morning. So anyway, you know, Mike Bortz, he's... He's starting to coin all these phrases, and mm. I like to use the one that we've talked about many times that he you know, gave to us. I think it's been over a year ago now, but he says, pulling forward is free, backing into something is expensive. Then last week, I was chatting it up with him, and we were just BSing, and he says, uh, it was, uh, was it Saturday or Friday? I don't know, whatever it was. Oh, it was Friday before the holiday, and yeah. I, he was talking to dispatch, and I overheard him, and I couldn't quite tell whether he was off Friday or he was working, and I says, oh, are you working tomorrow, Mike? And he said, you know what? He said, uh, when he wakes up tomorrow morning, he doesn't have to go to work. He gets to come to work. And that made me feel pretty good. You know, I thought that was, that was a pretty cool comment. So, Mike, you need to kind of start a patent on these quotes. I think you could make some money, man. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. He'll have to have, like, two books, one, like, family quotes, and then... <laughs> he could have a separate one. Uh, Rob wanted to give a shout out to the guys in the Boca Division for kicking butt every day. I want to give a shout out to Francisco Alvarez. Did you hear him on the radio yesterday? He had called in with, uh, he wasn't building pressure. He did a really good job on the he radio, did. was very, very clear, checked everything, did everything he could, had all the information for Mikey, you know. I was expecting, like, hey, a nice job on the radio, but Mikey was probably just happy he did his job, and it just went so smooth. Right? So. It was fast, wasn't it? Great job, Francisco. I'm sure Brenda will be really proud of you for you getting a shout-out today. I want to give a shout-out to George Potgeeter. Yesterday I was parking in uh, the parking lot here, and George pulled up in his pickup truck, and he was just so excited. He, uh, he had his first day in the gym this week or last week. So he was a little sore yesterday, so I'm sure he's even sore today. <laughs> right? You got that yeah. delayed onset muscle soreness. So, yeah. Right. The way he describes it, he's like, I can feel, I can feel my arms. <laughs> when I put my arms over my head, I feel it pulling. <laughs> like you said, wait till today, right, Jim? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Good, good job, George. Congratulations. <clears throat> I love this shout out. Gilly pulled me aside yesterday. He says, hey, I got a shout-out for the podcast. And I told him, hey, you have to text it to me. But, man, he was just really, really uh, excited, maybe slightly emotional. He was just happy. You could just see you could just see it in his eyes. And he said, I want to give a shout-out to the brothers for making this workplace great, for giving us the time on the holidays to be spent with family, 
giving a good work-home balance. This has been a great part of working here, being that I had never had this before. My last job was mandatory six days the whole holiday months. It's been nice not having to miss out on all the events anymore and has made my family closer. And I am, and for that, I am beyond grateful. One year down and many more here. God bless the JFW family. Thanks, so, Gilly. Yeah, I thought That's that was awesome. awesome, man. He was just so happy to be able to be home with his family and, and stuff like that. And then he actually wrote, after that he said, P.S., the small things in life make the biggest difference. So. Isn't that the truth? They're yeah. so yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I read that when you gave that out, Jim, and I just want to touch upon that. And, you know, thank you very much, Gilly. And, and you know, it sounds like I'm taking it all on myself here, but what what has went into that to achieve that right. over the years? And, and I know you just said, you know, the simplest things are the, you know, sometimes the biggest things to achieve that has not been a simple thing. And, and the work that everyone has put into it over the years, you know, I mean, like we just announced Rick, you know, the time he spent here and the improvements he's seen, but he put in the time. Right. You know, same with Marty and, you know, Stingray and some of the guys. It it wasn't that way. Right. And, and you know, I, I know maybe that's, that's good for the business. Maybe that's our culture, or maybe that's the American culture. Maybe, but you know, just to have the the family time, we we've all made sacrifices, and I'm I'm glad somebody like Gilly recognizes that, and hopefully other people do too. But it's it's not a been not been an easy step. So Gilly's I guess the, that's Gilly's, my thank you. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, Jim. Gilly's such a good dude, though. He's engaged. He's bought in. You know yeah. what I mean? I, yeah. I don't want to use the yeah. term drinking the Kool-Aid, but he's drinking the Kool-Aid, you know, when he got his one-year anniversary shirt last oh, week. Yeah. You know, and then he's got he's made his own custom JFW hats because he yeah. saw seniors at the truck rodeo. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's old school, you know? And, and so he went and had one made. And yeah. I just, I think yeah. that's so cool. His I mean, performance he, at the truck rodeo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He had his family there. We got a chance to meet his wife and kids. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean he is he is a JFW culture. Yeah, I yeah, it's sure. it's a blessing to have him here. And I guess that, you know, not to take anything away from it, but I hope when we need to test that culture, you know, and he and he's and he's got that hat on, because there might be a day we need him to work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There might be that thing. And and I think he will. I'm not saying it won't, but yeah. everybody has to remember some days you have to dig in. Yeah. And and I think he's a digger. I yeah. think he's a grinder. Yeah. I mean he's in the bulker division. He's put in the days. Sure. He's coming from a place that's the other thing. I mean, he's coming from a place where it was more demanding. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people, you know, some people come here and they're like, Oh wow, the hours are rough or you know, they're not used to it. They're not used to getting up at three thirty, four in the morning to be at work at five or you know, so I, I think, you know, Gilly's one of those guys, if you could let him work 20 hours, he would. Sure, you know, sure. Just sure. so he could go home and see his wife and kids at the end of the day. Yeah, there's that appreciation for what you have, but you could always do it. You know, It's not like, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> right. You yeah. know, I can do that. Yeah, I mean, you see it you know, time and time again. Somebody comes in and uh, you know, they're a plant puppy for three months, let's say. They're running Friday 2 and Friday 12, and then all of a sudden they got put on a dirt job, right? Or... They did something that, you know, they think's, you know, the best. And then the next day they come in and they're back on a plant and they're like, did I do something wrong? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, no, this is part of the job. We still got to deliver plant two and 12, you know? Yeah. So, 
Yep. All right. Time for the discussion. Jim, this first item is yours if you want to get yeah, into it. Yeah. I, I, for example, we just had that big group of, of people start yesterday or, or four people there. Um, but Paycom, you know, we, we started that in the beginning of the year, and, and Paycom is more of a, a program for the employee. It empowers them. It's not the best program we've kind of found for ourselves, for the internal work, because it is a lot of work. But anyway, Paycon gives the, the employee a lot of power to look at, change their taxes, mm-hmm. look at their benefits, all that kind of stuff. I just want to warn everybody, and, it, and it's, it's up to you to do it. You can absolutely do it. But Paycom has also offered, um, uh, a, it's called the Payroll Vault. If you look it up, it's in there. And what they're allowing, and I think Jam helped me out here. You, you, you said you looked this part of it up. You can actually get your money from your paycheck a couple days early instead of waiting for the direct deposit. If Paycom takes your money, puts it in like a payroll vault, and then they give you a credit card or a debit card, right? Am I, am I correct yeah. on that? And so that has nothing to do with JFW. Right. I just want to tell everybody, nothing to do with JFW. I mean, if you, have tr- if you do that, if you opt in for that option and you want your money or something goes wrong, that's between you and Paycom. We, yeah. we did not initiate that. We actually asked Paycom to shut that off, and, and they won't because that's, yeah. that's part of their services. And, of course, because she's such a stand-up, stand-out person, Joanne has helped a couple of drivers because one of the drivers, just to bring it up, actually it wasn't one of the drivers, it was somebody in the wash bay, but uh, anyway, they didn't get their card in the mail and couldn't get their money. Right. <laughs> and it turned into a big deal. Couldn't make rent, that kind of stuff. So I just, you know, if you want to do that, that's up to you. You're opting into it. Paycom has you sign off on it, but yep. nothing to do with JFW. So if it goes wrong, you're not dealing with us. You're dealing with Paycom. Just, yeah, just a warning. We're not promoting it. Yeah. We're, we're demoting it. Exactly. I was going to yeah. say. I, Thanks. Yeah, guys. Yeah. I, I just, think we're putting out the urge not to do this. Yeah. yeah I would right? never give my money to a third party. Right? Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. Just yeah. everything about it is JFW, wrong. JFW pays me, and yeah. then I have my money. I mean, we didn't even know it existed until, what, a there week was ago? a problem. Yeah, yeah. two, ago two weeks. Doesn't problem. matter, Dave. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. How did we get? What? And I don't, I don't know everybody's circumstance, right? Yeah. But it's not hard to open a checking account, you know. I mean, if there's a reason you can't, well, I'm, I mean, they have, like, secure checking accounts, you know what I mean, where you can't, you know, do certain things with it, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? There's, yeah. There's got to be a way for you to have a checking account, and your debit card could be attached to that, and, you know, I remember, and I just, you know, my mom did a great job raising me, but I had a bank account when I was, like, eight years old, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, I was able to buy my first car when I was 16 with my own money from work that I did that went in my bank account, you know. So yeah. get a bank account. You know, there's, there's got to be some kind of fee with Paycom. They're not doing that for free, right? No, and, and, and if they are, they're working off your money. Right. They're investing it somehow yeah. while it sits there in the bank. <laughs> right, even right? if it's for a, a, a yeah. 10 minutes, they used your money. You know? I guess what, and maybe I have. Well, they're it. really working off his money now. Oh yeah, I got it. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I guess what really bothers me about it, if I have the way it works, is I would want my card first, and then you take my money, so that I'm able to get it right. I don't want to. 
you gave them money and then you waited on your card. So somebody else has got your money. I mean, it's just. That's a great point. So if, and again, we are not promoting this, but if you do elect to do it, get your paper checks until you receive your card. Yep. Yep. But. I mean, maybe it's cheaper than a check cash in places. I mean, what's the advantage to doing that? I guess it it, pro- it probably is, Jim. Honestly, you know, yeah. they're not whatever ten percent or seven percent right. or whatever. But yeah, instead of you know, again, financial device or advice and us, I guess our our age, you know, get that checking account. Stop yeah. by someplace and get a checking. It kind of just goes against everything we know and do, right? Right. To a degree, <laughs> right. and there has to be a reason. This feels like it's a workaround for something, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm not, I, I'm not pointing fingers. I don't like you said, Jim. We don't know the situation, but yeah. something doesn't add up. If you need help, if you want help opening a check account, I'll go to the bank with you. Yeah, yeah, it's that simple, Jim. Yeah. yeah. So, and you can probably do it online. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, this is really interesting. Uh, Brother Dave, you sent out a, a video uh, from Cody Sanchez. Cody Sanchez is known as an entrepreneur who invests in boring businesses, right? So it's not like this high-profile Amazon or, you know, something like that. It's just little boring businesses is what she likes to invest in, right? So she uh, came across a study. and they did 58,000 hours of research in 11 different companies. And what they found is if you sit within 25 feet of a top performer, your performance will increase by 15%. You're no smarter, you didn't work any harder, but your performance is 15% better. Meaning, if you were earning $100,000 a year before and you sit next to a top performer within 25 feet, just by being next to them, you're going to earn $15,000 more. You just went up to $115,000 just by being in the vicinity of a top performer. Now, on the flip side, if you sit 25 feet within a performer, your performance suffers 30%. So du- you, Doubles. Yeah. So if you were a $100,000 person before, you're now a 70. Okay. And I have a question about that, but we'll get into that in a minute. Actually, I'll just ask it right now. So when you're sitting next to that top performer, if you're a poor performer, isn't he sitting next to a poor performer? <laughs> Does that make sense? Uh, it, you're absolutely right, but I, but I feel or in my... The positivity is going to be contagious to the... I think so it's a I two-way think, street. Well, I, I agree. I mean, I understand your question. But I don't think that person will continue to sit next to that person, Jim. Understood. I think they'll they'll find somebody else to sit with. That's how I'm taking it. And I think this is where she gets into it really matters what you listen to and who you surround yourself with. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She says, if you're at a company where you don't th- th- think the people are grinding much, you're worse for just being there. So maybe that's where you are a $100,000 person and you went to a new company and it's like, wow, these people all suck, right? Well, you're probably only going to be a, a seventy thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Along with that article, you know, Dave Dave showed it to me, where we talked about it because there was that there was that piece with from that other guy that the hardest people to recruit or get to work for you are doers, Jam, right? Because they don't need you, right? And that's that's the that's the people you need. That's the people you need to sit by. Sure, and yeah. but. You know, hard hard to bring them on. Yeah, she goes on to say you won't be happy. You won't be happy there. Mm-hmm. But if you're at a company that you feel the per- people are performing the best, 
you'll also be better and happier there. So that yeah. does make sense. It's funny because you can apply this to any anything you want to, you know what I mean? Any, and we talked about new. it. And I was like, okay, so there's the two trucks sitting at Fry's at 2.30, 2.45, whatever time it is, knowing that if I sit here for 25 minutes, I won't have enough time to go get another round. Where the third truck shows up, blazes in, grabs his load, hauls ass, and has plenty of time to go get another load. Yep. Who's the top performer? Exactly. You know what I mean? You're already out doing it, you know? And, and I, I just... That's the top performer outperforming, but maybe one of those two persons that are sitting there killing the time is like, oh, look at him. He's going to make 100000 this year, and I'm only going to make seventy. Right. I'm going to go. Yep. You know, and maybe, maybe he pulls that person with them, and we've just never understood that. And, again, you can apply it in any way you want. Yeah, yeah you can. and I'm, I'm going to give Rosario another shout-out, but, you know, I've counseled people where they're like, I'm like, well, why did you do that? Oh, well, I saw this person do it. I'm like, you want to do what other people do? Go find 0086. Follow him around. Yeah. Because he's going to change your career. Yes. You know, do you yeah. know who that is? You see him. If you see him, do what he does. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you're absolutely right about Rosario. But I think, too, Jim, you know, not, again, I don't want to take any away from that remark, but we have a lot of those people, Jim. And, and we have a lot of people that you should follow. <laughs> you yes. know, and you're gonna know if it's not the person, right? You're you're just you you're gonna know. You know it in your gut, absolutely. Yep. You know, and yeah. and uh, when me and Dave were talked about it, also like Dave said, you could apply it any place. You know, look look at the athletes. You don't you don't get athletes that are that are above average athletes hanging out with maybe not not as qualified. Maybe they're qualified but they're not working as hard. Let me put it that way. There are some great athletes but there's no work. Well, and we I mean when we saw this video, we all talked about it. Don't we all agree? I mean, unequivocally when Peyton Manning stepped in that Broncos locker room, he elevated every single player around him. I mean, hands yeah, that, down. That whole franchise. They knew they needed to perform, right? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, right there is kind of you went from, you know, what you think is true to oh my gosh there it is yeah right? yeah and i and I, I guess my purpose for you know one to throw it on the podcast is it works the same here you know i think we all have surrounded ourselves with with winners and top performers and you know when you're out there driving and you know maybe you see other drivers and like go you know other companies and go that's not a top performer that's right. not who i want to be and that was the reason the statistics were so important to me, Jam, for you to, to read them is, you know, just by, you don't have to do anything else but sit by that person. Yeah. I mean, how, how unreal is that? Right. And, then, and then the other way too, though, but I can see it's like our high road hauling and the low road. How much easier is it to be the low road? Oh, man. And look, if it's that much easier, look how much more you have to lose. 30% doubled. Yeah. I mean, it's everything we talk about summed up in numbers. Yeah. If you get loaded at Fry and you go in the top an area to stretch or walk around the truck or make sure things are all right and you see another driver there, our company or not, and they're just sitting there smoking a cigarette and you say hello to them and they're like, hey, and they're complaining or, you know, they indicate they're not happy. That's the person you want to run away from. Right. Right. That's the person you want to be like, okay, well, I hope your day gets better. I'm out. Yep. I'm going to go be happy and go make money. Yep. I got to you know? go. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. And that was, I don't know, might be a little off, t off subject here, but like last week's podcast, when we, when we read those, 
the the results from the survey is I took a lot of them and I got a lot of phone calls from a lot of people's text emails that kind of stuff a lot of support you know and and me showing my passion and stuff and I appreciate that but that's a little bit of what I was getting at was there was a lot of complaining but I wanted to get the I wanted I wanted results come come to us with a solution I mean I, I sat and talked with with my daughter about it because she asked about the podcast and you know that kind of stuff Allie and and I said, yeah, there was a few complaints that the, you know, the intro was too long or something like that. And she goes, so fast forward through it. She goes, there's parts I, I skip. And I'm like, you know, just kind of get that smile on your face like, ah, that's my daughter. That's, right? that's what I was looking at. She had a solution for a simple problem. And people, you said it, Dave, haters will be haters, but you just said it. Complain. If that's all you do. That's not the person or group of people you want to be around. Yeah. It just doesn't work that way. I, I want to know what, how does the top performer stay at that level? Because don't at a certain point, if, if you're the top person, don't you at a certain point kind of get sucked down? You know, or, or can you stay at that level? I think some people, yes, some people know. I think if you keep I mean, looking forward, you're not going to get sucked down. Yeah. Or you, yeah. Might, have a, you might have a day. You know, That's you know, you might have a yeah, a thing. Yeah. You know, but you, but, but you can, you can, like Al Fry said, that person stops digging. Yeah. Other people don't stop digging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. You know, you know those are the great ones. Yeah. You know, like the George Washingtons and you know the Michael Jordans and you yeah. know the John Elways. Yeah. They just they're driven. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think if you took let's say the top ten from 2019. The top 10 from 2020, 21, 22, the top 10 from this year. The order may be a little different, and some of the names are going to change because we have new rising stars coming yeah. up all the time. I mean, look like a, a guy like Tanny came in. You know, he's, he's, he's making a mark for sure, right? But the names are in a little different order, but I guarantee, like, some of those guys are always going to be a top 10. Yeah, and, you, you know? and you're talking sometimes dollars separating them, yeah. Jim. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing, they should all be on the same level. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I ran across, I, I told Dave about it. Maybe I told you super Dave when I stood in the office and I'm pretty sure it was Michael Jordan, but it seemed to be a, a guy that was like his, I'm going to call it a psychiatrist for a lack of word or, or, a, or probably a mentor mentor. I, mean, I think mentor. was. Yeah. I, Cause I really better. need to find the deal, but yeah. He was talking to Michael Jordan after one of his championships, and I took it that there was a championship that Michael Jordan lost, and they always spoke after the games and went over it like a like a mental, you know, exercise. And he, he and Michael Jordan turned to the guy. He's like, I don't know what else I could have done. He said, I I threw everything at him but the kitchen sink. And his his sponsor or mentor looked at him and goes, Why didn't you throw the kitchen sink then? <laughs> right. You 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 left something. You 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 did everything but yeah throw the kitchen sink you know and that and that you know he he's an athlete <laughs> I mean he's probably the best in the sport at, at some point you know it, and you're just there's always that but <laughs> yeah it makes me wonder Jim what if Michael had looked at him and said I did everything I could you what, know and, what and, would be his answer yeah what would be his answer the, I mean the first words that come to my mind is did you. Huh. Yeah, you know, and, and, and yet, yeah. and if he did, would the championship be different? Yeah, I thought about that when you told me that story, Jim. That's just a metaphor or a figure of speech 
it it might i mean he he should have said if he if he felt that he did everything he could have just said i gave it everything i had well that's a problem but maybe he didn't because he didn't say that, <laughs> that in the first place that's right what, that, exactly dave that's yeah. what you that's what we're looking for is i feel if he said that something was held back so I've told this story before when I went into business with my brother and the two guys from Jersey. These guys were all stockbrokers. They were at a different level. I was a fish out of water. I was like, couldn't believe I'm rubbing elbows with these guys. And there was a problem with my performance. And I was talking to my brother, rest in peace. And uh, I told him, I'm trying my hardest. He, and I'll, I'll exclude the profanities. He's like, but if that's your hardest, we got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought me saying I'm trying my hardest was going to be like, oh, great. Well, thanks for giving us your all. Pep if, talk, that, right? if that's all you got, you yeah. don't belong. You, you're not in the right place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's you know, always stuck out with me. Sorry, Jim. Yeah. But since we're talking sports here, I, you know, uh, arguably the greatest uh, basketball player ever just lost to the Nuggets. Yeah. And did LeBron James give it 100%? You know, I I guarantee you, Jock or Jokic did. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. You can use that a lot. Not to get off in the weeds, but just because we're talking about Let's Michael Jordan. If anybody you know has Apple TV, I strongly urge you to watch that. It's a movie called Air, and it's just about the Air Jordan shoes oh, wow. that were created with Michael, and it was when he was he was it was his first year in the NBA. And it just, I don't know, it's a great movie. It's got Matt Damon and uh, Ben Affleck in it. Oh, really? A whole bunch of other movies. And it just, man, it, I don't want to say they saved Nike or he saved Nike, but he saved the basketball division of Mm -hmm. Nike. And it, it, I mean, it is, it was just an interesting movie for me to watch. It was just really, it was really well done. So, yeah. And then the facts at the end. I mean, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that watches. Don't it. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck star in everything together? <laughs> I, no, I mean <laughs> sure they, they like started it. right when they were very young. They had their first couple movies that they. Well, I think their first blockbuster they wrote and directed and acted in. I can't think of the name of it. Goodwill Hunting. Yes, yes, I think yeah. so. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah, yeah. that was and, a good movie too. And then they kind of split it. off and have always done their own things, yeah. and then you know yeah. career path back together a little bit. Goodwill Hunting. That scene in the bar. Oh yeah, you know where they're trying to the the one smarty pants is trying to punk him, you know he's punking Ben Affleck and then Matt Damon comes over and he's just like, yeah, you're doing that first, just cuts him wide open with his words. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you're doing that first. Oh, you you looked at that book, oh page something or whatever, however he goes. Yeah, Yeah. Jim, it's a good, (laughs) it's a good piece. I might pull up that scene later and share it with the leaders. But obviously, good friends. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and, oh, hands and, down. And, and, yeah. and if you want to, Clooney, they're they're all buddies. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah. But if you want to, if you want to talk about what we just read, why do you think those two guys are around each other? Right, right. right. Driven and successful. Yeah. I had a pastor. He used to tell me, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." Yeah, you, know? you have that. That's again, you know, Jam. You know, like <clears throat> looking at Sam and who he hangs out with, or you know, if you look at somebody's circle, you could tell right away what their future is going to look like. You know, I. I mean, it's only because you brought that up, Jam, and obviously, just so you know, Janet just got home and Sam's on his way to practice. <laughs> so, <laughs> ouch. Right? Yeah. Sam, I yeah. feel for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, sometimes we create our own problems, dude, so I'll leave it at that. But he, I've wanted to just mention it yesterday because he kind of had some developing stuff on the swim team happen, okay. and it wasn't 
he wasn't involved in it. Uh, nothing bad with him, but he's man. I don't know how to talk about this because I don't want to. I don't want to sound braggish, right? Whatsoever. But he's at the top of that team, right? right? I mean, he's the leader of it. And unfortunately, when I say he's the leader, because he's the fastest, he kind of he's he's thrown in that position, right? right. Well, you, you, he's. I don't want to interrupt. Do you rise to that position? Dave, because you're excelling, you work your ass off to get there, right? That's what I'm just you. I just you you naturally become to that position if you're working hard. I guess I don't know why I right, want to throw that right, out. Right, right, right. No, I, so I, I appreciate that's the, that. That's the reason it's not like he was placed there. You stand out. People stand out. I guess that's sure, my point. So sure. sorry, sorry. Yeah. Go, go ahead. No, I, I mean, wanna... we, you know, he just had high school state two weeks ago, and I had. Man, you guys, I had so many parents just come past me and go, oh, you're Sam White's dad. You know, we've been watching him for years, blah, 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 blah. And these are people, I, I, I don't even know how they found Janet or I when they mentioned that. But any, I, again, getting off in the weeds. Some of the things that he had go on were with, with the, the guys in his group. And they're not at his level. And they're struggling and they're not really trying. And it is grating on Sam. I mean, mm-hmm. it is just grating on him. He's... Mm-hmm. You know, he's that guy at the quarry getting the last load, and, you know, there's two trucks sitting there that he's right. going around and, and going. And, uh, yeah, he's he's learning how to navigate that at 17. And ah. it's, I, I think some of the stuff he's going through this morning right now has to do with that to a degree. You know, and he's he's just got to figure out how to navigate that. Young people have to yep. have to learn, and you guys all helped me out this morning that they need to experience. You know, we've all <laughs> talked about experiencing your your mistake or your loss or your screw up or whatever, and moving right. on from it. So yeah, there, yeah. there's there's certain things you can watch people and go, "Ooh, I'm not doing that." Right? Yeah. <laughs> and then there's some right. things you just got to let. I know you don't want to brag on Sam, right? But you could brag on your kid, right? <laughs> and I, I'm not in your family, and I don't know all your family business, but from what I understand, this is the second time in Sam's life he's been late. <laughs> one, one of the times he was like in seventh grade. Actually, he wasn't even late. He, he got to school on time. Yeah, he, right? so, he, he missed the bus. Right, so, called me, said I missed the bus. So I called grandma, meaning he called grandma. Right. He was just keeping me up to date like, hey, dad. I missed the bus. Right. I called grandma. She's going to be here. Right. They put, beat the bus to school. Put, right? a, put a plan together. <laughs> no have, harm, no foul. Maybe he forgot to brush his teeth that day. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but but Sam's held to a higher level because of his performance. There you go. You know what there I mean? Like we got guys here that don't miss a day of work. Yeah. You know they're at five five a.m. every day. You know one day if they come in at five thirty, we're like, are, are you okay? Yeah. You know Everything what's wrong? Right. Yeah. You know. Are you getting a divorce? You know? <laughs> Did your cat die? You know, because they're just that good. You know. Yeah. Uh, speaking about surrounding yourself, I did want to bring up the challenge coin. I think we read this on this podcast before, but the leadership team has their own challenge coin. It says, find a group of people who challenge and inspire you, spend a lot of time with them, and your life it will change your life forever. So just more of a point of your circles do matter. Yeah, very cool, Jim. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I... I listening to you guys listening to the story about sam and stuff like that and what we're telling here is you know what does this have to do with jfw everything hard work everything yeah everything take take what we're talking about and it you know raises your situational awareness raises you know what you might do helping a friend out your work ethic your work ethic every it has everything because this is where you spend most of your time Mm -hmm. you know and and then hopefully it like gilly brought up gives you the ability to go enjoy your family 
Yeah. You know? So, yeah, that's that's the reason we talk about this stuff. The, the, uh, I wanted to mention, um, forgot where I was going with that. Sorry, guys. Um, yesterday with Mikey. He had a good friend. Was it Mile High Foods, Dave, he was telling us that the guy worked for? Worked for him for 30 years. Has worked there for 30 years. Mile High Frozen Foods. Uh, I was must it, have was missed it Mile that High? conversation. I, I think... I want to say Shamrock, but I Shamrock. might be wrong. Yeah, but and either way, a food distributor. Yeah, yeah. The guy's been there. Oh, oh, yeah. About the driver. Yes. yes no. Yeah. That, the guy's been a driver there for either Mile High or Shamrock Foods. I, I think it was Shamrock for thirty years. For thirty yeah. years. Yeah. And he got pulled into the office and basically told, you know, and I'm I'm sure the guy's got took it to heart because he's told that. But anyway, he was told that he's working too hard. <laughs> oh, wow. Got other drivers complaining about him because he gets all his stuff done and they want him to back off a little bit. And he's like, it's the same job I've been doing for the company 30 for, years. for 30 wow. years. Yeah, to me, that's a leadership issue. Right, Dave? That, right? that leader should be saying to the people that have come and complained to him, right. hey, you need to pick it up. This guy's been humping loads for 30 years. 30 and he, years, And Jim. you can't keep that, up with him? Right? That yeah. in it itself is a huge thing. Right? Yeah, and, and yeah. Since, that is really hard. Yeah, and I guess I wanted to bring that up because since Mike said that, said that, it's just graded on me. Yeah. You know how you hear different things and you're like, what? It's come not over, a feel good. In. No, it's yeah, not. Yeah, it's not a feel good at all. You know, that guy should be being celebrated. Like yes. you just said, you know, 30 years of humping Food, yeah. boxes and stuff. So Imagine yeah. how many pounds of food he's delivered right? on that two-wheeled cart. Yep. Super Dave, you're doing too imagine. good of a job. We need you to back off a little bit. <laughs> okay, I won't hire anybody for a month. And quit being here at 5.30, maybe come in at like 6.13 every day. Uh, I know you're joking, Jim, but how stupid does that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Jim and Dave, you've had your foot on the gas for... Combined total is 75 years. <laughs> we need you to hit the brakes a little bit. Uh, yeah, Just smash that emergency brake. The other thing I wanted to bring up is live off your own experiences. I mean, there's been, uh, you know, and I, specifically trucking jobs. Like, I remember going to Agri Industries and, be, and becoming a mixer driver. And, like, I met the people I'm working with. And, you know, they're like, ah, you're not going to like the manager who ends up being one of my really good friends to this day, you know. This job's, you know, it kind of sucks. I love the job, you know. Everything was like doom and gloom. These are these are the bottom feeders that don't want you to do good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and when you do start to rise, they start making fun of you. Like, yeah. oh, you're a brown nose. Oh, teacher's pet. Oh, you know, you got poop on your nose. Oh, where's your apple? You know, stuff like that. Under the desk, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, they're just jealous. They're jealous that you're doing good and you're living life on your own experience. The same guys that told me I wasn't going to like the manager, that's the guy who made me a batch man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. believe they're actually trying to manipulate you. Right. You know, they're trying to control you. Misery loves company. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Love yeah. those quotes, man, where quotes come from. You know, just, ah. And have you found a quote that just doesn't, it's not true? Right. right. I mean, it, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And and long lasting, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah. Hey, Jim, I don't even know how. I guess we got busy or whatever, and Bitty. and, and uh, I missed it. But for the shout outs, I'm back and clear up to the top of the page. <laughs> Let's cause go because it, it just reminded me. But it seems like um, every week Linda fires an email off or or sends it out. 
looking for volunteers for Coors. And I don't know, I, I think she sent out a thank you before or mentioned it, but we've had a lot of Coors volunteers that covers our weekends and stuff. Just want to give a shout-out to them and, and thank you very yeah. much. And then just what you were talking about, Jim, reminds me, because I did have quite a few people call me about the podcast and, and discuss their points, and I, I don't think Rick Colleen minds me bringing this up, but he had a conversation with me um, about – leaving jobs and he said i've always left a job usually when i leave it's like you know what a relief i I, i'm out of there or i got away from that person or you know it was just it felt better to leave a job Uh and and he said you know and, and and we have people all the time oh i love working here i love working here i love this place you know and and love the compliments hopefully hopefully you really do and rick said he said i feel when i leave this place it will be one of my saddest days. Wow. And and I thought, God, to think about your other jobs as because I get it. We've I've finished a job and go, I don't bless my last load, or we've right? we've worked for somebody, right, Dave? Right. And go, yeah. Damn, I'm glad that's done. You know, this guy sucks. Yeah. And and for Rick to realize that and then bring it up that this hopefully this you know he'll be sad when it when his day ends here. And I just thought that was. You know, in your talk, because we, we've given him a place to thrive, hopefully. Nice. Yeah. Hopefully, he'll be sad because it's retirement. Right. And, 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 he, and he mentioned that. <laughs> yeah, he mentioned that, you know. And I, I think we have yeah. we have a retirement coming up next month. Yeah. Rick, Rick Colleen, he's definitely, uh, he's became a part of the family. Oh, yeah. for you sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. He yeah. is a personality around here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we love Rick, and yeah. he's a good dude, yeah. and, you know, he's a trainer, and you know, we have some laughs with Rick, and it's a good time. Yeah, I, go, go, no, go ahead, Jim. Sorry. I did want to roll back up to the top again, and I just want to address the the podcast survey <laughs> one more time. <laughs> I know some wah, of the things. Wah, wah. I know some. I, I want to give a shout out to the people who completed the survey. Yeah, I want to give a shout out whether whether your feedback was appreciated or taken well. I I'm I'm thankful that they had something to say. We asked them. You know, they didn't they didn't write a letter or email and be like, just want to let you guys know the podcast is too long. I don't like the music in the front. Yeah, if you don't uh, want to hear it, don't ask. And you guys you guys dwell on the topic too long. (laughs) We we they they didn't just come up with those things. We asked them. Yeah. So to me, you know, we got the feedback. We asked you for it. I want to thank you for listening. The thing is that anybody who gave feedback listens to the podcast, and that is the most important thing about the podcast. Not what you think about the whole thing. I, I think some of these people were searching for something they liked the least. It wasn't like, do you like the podcast? No, I don't like it. It's too long. I don't like it because I don't like country, and I don't like it because you got. What do you like the least? It wasn't like they don't like the whole thing. It's what they like the least about it. So yeah. thank you, everybody. Yeah, abs- absolutely. And I, yeah, whether you know, I came across wrong in the in the light. I apologize to everybody. And and just before you skipped back up. Um, you know, and I know we mentioned we mentioned Rick and we mentioned Rosario and we mentioned Chris Beam and we mentioned a lot of different guys and we don't mention everybody, but a lot of those the the people we don't mention are you know they are the silent warriors. But I am always open to a discussion with anybody, you know. And maybe the reason you don't get mentioned is I'm I'm proud of you for being a silent warrior, but the space is open for a conversation so that. I do talk to you and remember to mention you in the podcast because we have we have super people here, 
you know, and, and, and I, I just, I can't remember who I was talking to, but again, you're like, people go, Oh, I, I see your trucks everywhere, you know, or I can't believe, you know, somebody, me and you just were talking to Dave, we said we had 103 trucks and they like fell over, like yeah. what the F, you know, and, and me and Dave always tell everybody there's no way to be this size or be into this place without the people oh. and having excellent people. We're so blessed. It just doesn't happen. People with this. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. And, and I don't know if, you know, if you listen to the podcast, you just heard us. Thank you. Right? If you're not listening to the podcast, you're not hearing this. And, and yet I still, I don't know a better way to make you know that we're thankful. Yeah. <clears throat> not only that, Jim, but who's helping you be better? If you're not listening to the podcast, who is helping you be better, right? I mean, better at your craft, better at your life, better at, you know, better at saving money, whatever the case may be, we're, we're trying to help in, in every way possible. Yeah, and sometimes it's to better ourselves. Yeah, if you yeah. can't hear criticism, you'll never learn and grow, Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. do think people are quicker to criticize than to compliment I think that's kind of human nature. Yeah, it's it's, you know. it's easy, Dave. Yeah. I mean, how many more call-in complaints do we get on drivers versus call-in compliments? Yeah, right. you know, it's it's so funny you mentioned that, Dave. I mean, I have a, an analogy for that. This morning, I was downstairs in the shop. Uh, we were having problems with a truck, and a driver had called uh, uh, JR and was talking to him, and JR was relaying the info to, to uh, Chris. And anyway, they were done, and I was like, JR, I drove Jim's Bronco in this morning. I said, you know what I don't like about it? And that was what I started with, right? I didn't tell him what I liked about it. I told him what I didn't like about it. And I, I picked on the one thing on the windows, Jim, how the windows come down. And he's like, yeah, he goes, that, that what, is unfortunate. What do you mean? Explain, please. So the windows are rolled up inside the weather stripping, Dave. And when you open the door, the window drops two inches automatically or an inch or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever the distance. Otherwise, you can't get the door open. So it's like instantly you grab a hold of the door handle, the window drops as you open the door. Oh, so it weird. clears that. And then when you close the door, the window rolls up the inch and a half or two inches, whatever it is. It's all automatic? Yeah, it's all, all instant, right? <laughs> but you grab a hold of the door and you pull it, not knowing that it's like that. Right. You pull the door so fast it... I don't want to say Think it snags. It. Yeah, it snags. On, it snags on the rubber. It grabs it. Yeah. yeah. JR is yeah. like, well, I've already formed a habit of like, you know, he pushes on the door and pulls the handle, the window drops, and then he opens the door. And I'm like, I get it. But, you know, JR was so cool. Here's a compliment to JR. You know what he said about it, Jim? He likes it because when you close the door, it leaves the air gap so it doesn't pressurize the cabin and you get the door closed. That's why I, I was, was like, thinking ah. that might be why they do it mm -hmm. because everything is so tight. Yeah, because you couldn't cut a, shut a peat window used to without rolling the window. I knew those Broncos were a piece. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> that just, I mean, you, I, I, I went to him with the negative, and you know what's cool? He came back with the positive. You so, know what, though? Thanks for job, that, JR. That, that is JR. It is. Wrap, that, yeah. that's the summary of jr yeah he is one of the most positive people yes. i know yes he doesn't he's not a you know he doesn't talk stuff a lot you know what i mean like he's just always positive and sees the positive things and that that's one of the things i love about jr yeah. is he's always yeah. he's always on the high road yeah i've never seen jr come in oh man this sucks you know no I mean? like, that's that's never absolutely. seen him angry yeah yep. he's just very very even keeled yep 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 so 
Yeah, when you talked about that too just now, Super Dave, the about negative, and we're all talking about negative and stuff. I, I was just thinking, you know, because I, I find it hard to take a compliment, you know, and I've I've read stuff that sometimes I that's the too. hardest I, hardest thing to it's take a compliment. Hard to figure out what to say. That's you awesome. You feel clumsy, guys. don't you? Instead, yeah. all you need to do is say thank you. Yeah, no. Exactly. But is it easier if I go, Jam, you're a jerk. Thanks. Right? You're right. But, you're, you're right. You're but right. if I, just like you did to me, but if I go, dude, man, you know, like the other day, I, I told you your shirt looked nice, right? And, you, and, and stuff. Was it the black JFW shirt or the red one? <laughs> no, he was, he was going to Bella's school deal. Right. So he was, yes. he was dressed dressed up or dressed nice and but it was probably i had a t-shirt on (laughs) (laughs) but it's harder to go thank you or i appreciate that than me just probably calling you a jerk right you know it just it's it is difficult just so you know your compliment made me feel good because i you know you get dressed and i forgot and when you said that hey by the way that shirt looks nice on me i was like oh thank you do you know why though jim I think it's because inside you don't feel worthy of the compliment. Yeah, yeah. There's, you know? there's all sorts of stuff, Dave. Yeah, yeah. where you just like you're like, no, I don't. Yeah. You know, you look good today. No, I don't. Yeah. You know, but you, all you needed to say was <laughs> no, thank you. you know? <laughs> so, so funny story. I'll just tell it. I posted it on my socials yesterday, but everybody at this table knows I could be a little bit sarcastic. Right, <laughs> you know, just just thank saying, you, Jim. Yeah, you're welcome. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'll, I'll I'll cut people down in fun. You know, like you know, I will see Dustin working at the computer, and I'll say something like, "Oh, we couldn't find anybody good to do that job, huh?" <laughs> you know, just just all in good fun. So so yesterday I come in, and I I've been called out by some of my brothers and. You know, they were just talking about using idle words. And even though that's a good fun, I could be using my words to lift people up, right? Instead of having fun with Dustin and getting a laugh out of him, you know, maybe I could have just said something a little bit more inspiring. You know what I mean? So I I come in yesterday and I tell Oswaldo, Randy, and Dustin, I'm like, hey, guys, just so you know, I'm going to use my words to lift you guys up from now on. If you hear me being negative, remind me of, of my promise, right? So uh, Oswaldo tells me, so do you want a list at the end of the day? (laughs) (laughs) Do do you want an email? How do you want us to tell you? And then Dustin either said something like, you know, if you're not, if you if you don't put me down, or if you're not negative to me like three times a day, I think something's wrong. You know, Randy's just laughing, and then they came up with a safe word, bacon. <laughs> That's where that came from. Yeah, yeah. So like, something will happen, and I like start going down the path, and they're all like, bacon, bacon, bacon. 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 <laughs> That is so Well, funny. Oswaldo said bacon when I was saying something that I didn't know what the hell he was talking about. You probably knew I was getting ready to talk to you. It's funny stuff. Oh, All right. Well, you I, know how many people are going to call bacon to you now, oh my right? Gosh. You should right. have a text by now. Bacon. Yeah. My, my safe word at home is uh, short ribs. <laughs> you know. And <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> I'll start doing some of Bella's like short ribs, dog. Short ribs, short ribs. (laughs) Uh, Too funny. Well, I'm glad we had a good time so far on this podcast because things are about to get serious. (laughs) Yeah, about to get real. Going to bring us down. We're going to, yeah, and this isn't, yeah. So you guys ready to move on? 
right? Yeah. Well, okay. no, we could just stay laughing and, and you know, everything because we're about to call bacon a lot. It's yeah. about to get depressing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday uh, we had the unfortunate experience of having to terminate a driver. We all like this driver. I don't know how, how well you guys knew him, but I thought he was a good person. and He was. I enjoyed having him around. He was he was he appeared is. to be ch- taking the job serious. But, you know, yesterday we got a call in, uh, and uh, Randy took the call in, and I'm sitting down there, and I hear Randy, and he's like, one of our drivers almost killed you, right? So I'm like, oh, here we go. Because we feel these phone calls a lot. And then we'll pull the video, and it's like, the guy was being a jerk around the truck or something, and he got mad and flipped us off and then called in to get the driver in trouble yeah. and said we almost killed him, and then we find that not to be true. Well, we pulled the video, and... And, our, and Jam, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for interrupting your story. But Please go. I don't feel we get a lot of those phone calls. I it's, do feel we used to get more. Right. Right? So, but with the cameras, I think we're better. But, yeah, and, so and I'm so totally interrupting your story, which it's is, cool. When which I is, say when I say we get these phone calls all the time, I guess what I should have said is nine out of ten times if we get that phone call, it's incorrect. Yes, yes, yes. exaggerated. Yes. Yeah, and I don't think we've had that phone call ten times in the last five years. But yeah, my point is sometimes it's BS. Yes, right? yes. This time it wasn't BS. We pulled up the the the, the video. Our driver was distracted. He was in a construction zone, crossed over a solid white line without realizing it. The the car next to him slammed on the brakes, almost hit the K-rail, the K-barrier, and that would have split his car wide open. And we would have been going to the scene of the accident that we pray for not to go to every Wednesday and every single day, yes. really. Yes. Right? So... You know, we had to make that call. Like, that was, you know, and, and the thing is, is the driver listens to the podcast, mm. right? And when Super Dave and I brought him up here, you know, I pulled the video up and I was like, I know you listen to the podcast. What do we say on the podcast every week? Stay off the phone, right? It's against the law. It's against FMCSA regulations. It's against the JFW policy, which every single driver here has signed. We didn't have a choice. We had to let that driver go, and we're not playing around. I mean, that, I'll just say four-wheeler, right? That person in that car, that gentleman in that car, if he wasn't focused and vigilant on what he was doing, we stand the possibility of possibly killing him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it was it was that close. He had to navigate between slamming on the brakes, clearing the duels on our, I say our duels, but our trailer axles on his driver's side, clearing the orange caution barrels that are in front of the K-rails, I mean, he so so. Let's be he thread the needle. It wasn't just that he was going to run up against it. It was the beginning of the concrete barrier for the construction zone. Let his car open down the middle. Yes, you betcha. Yeah. So our driver was in the middle lane. It looked like where they were where had construction was set up. And you know how when they widen a bridge, you have to S around it, right? We started into the S, but we never came back out of it. So we drove literally. I would say every bit of four and a half to five feet into that passenger side lane i mean every bit of half a truck width all because he was texting and and here's here's what drove the the deciding factor down is this guy knew he was in a construction zone he knew he had to navigate through it he knew there were vehicles on both sides of him 
And he still chose to make that text more important than the lives around him. There is no way there was an emergency on that text that he needed to deal with. So I asked him what was so important on the phone. And he says, I was using it for my navigation. I'm like, you knew where you were going. He's like, yeah, but I always like to pay attention to the shortest route. Like he's looking for, you know, is there traffic? And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not good. Yeah. Yeah, that, well, should, that should happen before your route begins. Right. Not in the center of it, Jim. Right. It, you know, and that, yeah, that's a, yeah. It, it's, just, it's just tough, you guys, because we talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. And, 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 we, and we're, our hand was forced. Yeah. You know, we just said it. The guy's a good guy. He listened to the podcast. He's got JFW culture. Well, but he chose to text rather than safely navigate that drig. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's where. That's where I had to draw the line. I'm like, wait a minute, this is a choice, you know, and this is something, you know, we've talked about this before. And <laughs> here we are talking about quotes and sayings and stuff. And Jam saying, we're all one decision away from ruining our lives. One bad and, decision. Yeah. And, and I, I joke with Jam about that because I'm like, I'm not. I don't, I don't see that happening. And that right there was the choice. I witnessed him make that choice. Right. To be texting while driving through a construction zone where you had to navigate a left and a right, you know, I don't want to say turn because it wasn't a turn. But S-curve. S-curve. Yeah. I mean, oh my gosh. It was it was scary. I mean, it was so freaking scary. I'm so thankful, you know, I don't know. My 17-year-old wasn't on the road next to him. I don't know if he has the experience to have navigated what that guy did that we just about killed yesterday. Yep. I've said it before. That happens to my family, and I know you were driving that truck. We're fighting. Right? I mean, we, we're fighting. Yeah. Well, yeah. We're very lucky that four-wheeler driver was paying attention. Because oh, what yeah. if he that, was on that's his my phone? Yeah. 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 Then he wouldn't have been able to react as quickly as he yeah. did. Yeah. And he would have got been run over. Talking yeah. to an airbag. Yeah. 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 yeah, and I think, Dave, you mentioned it, but I think it's a good idea. I think we're going to have to spend the time, and I know you said you were personally going to do it, but... We're going to send some videos out to some drivers. Yeah, we've got a few videos that Dustin yeah. has been yeah. looking and up. And they're long-term drivers for us, yep. good good people, Yep. and we have to go, what the hell are you thinking? Yep. Yeah, so we're making the decision right now. Yeah, because this is a problem. Yep. Not to fire you, but you're going to, get a, you're going to get a video, and you're going to get why, and then it needs to stop. Yeah, yeah. and it then will. it's fired. Well, yeah. I, it will result <clears throat> in termination. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, yeah. If the severity is there, it will be termination. Yeah. I, I mean, we the point is... We can't afford it. <laughs> you can't look past that safety. There, This is a decision to sit to type a few letters and send a few words. Texting rather than, than navigating that 80,000-pound truck. Loaded or empty, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're navigating... This massive rig compared to a car. 40 tons. Yeah. 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 It, it, and it just, I don't know. I, you know, everybody uses that. That's as bad as looking in your lunchbox. And, uh, Man, I never looked in my lunchbox. I still don't. I put my hand in it and I feel in my lunchbox. I can feel the difference between a sandwich, a can of Coke. Was that a banana? A bag of Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> Man, man, bacon, Jim. bacon, <laughs> man, 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 Jim. The, I had this whole discussion with, with Danielle this weekend because she's taking a teaching position, and when she teaches her nurses, she she tries to teach it all by feel, what you can feel, and they're like, "What are you feeling for?" And 
<laughs> not a banana. <laughs> yeah. She delivers babies, just so everyone knows. Yeah. What are you feeling for? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and women are be- at, better at it than men, too. <laughs> oh, She's shit. seen more hoo ha than I've ever dreamt of. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Man. So, back to the seriousness yeah. of this. I'm glad we're laughing through this because it's, it it's drastic. Yeah, it you guys, we, we, we can't. Should we send that video out? We should probably send that video out. Yeah, I could blur. I could blur the driver out. Yeah, I think we should send that yeah. video out. Yeah, yeah, and, and so people can realize. But I think the, you know, for the people we reach out to here in the next week or so, I think you really have to take a heartfelt look at how you're driving and what are you doing. And and you know, I I got to bring it back up, and it's going to sound terrible, but I I know we had that discussion with Chris and Rich about your ability to text and when you can text and having having those abilities but you can't take that risk but again the the times i've seen chris beam text is not in the middle of a construction zone at 70 miles an hour having to navigate an s curve yeah i mean there's a there's i guess i'm i'm looking for the choice of when you did it and that was a bad choice and the and the and the videos we're talking about they're bad choices but it's illegal yeah, it, it, I mean, it's illegal. Disclaimer, FMCSA regulation says nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's nothing. Our, a mobile phone usage policy says no. Yeah. Right, so, yeah. Right. But just, there was, you know, I, I'm I, trust me, I'm not trying to, you know, ding Chris Beam or anything. I just don't want to do that. He's a he's a great guy. But he also mentioned his With a honest. safety factor of almost perfection. Yeah, yeah. But he but he was being honest. I'm yes. being honest. I've yes. texted driving. I'm yes. not I'm not trying to say I didn't do it. Right. You know? Yesterday when I looked at the film, I, I sent out to everybody in the safety team. I've drifted into somebody else's lane, whether it's reaching in my lunchbox or doing whatever, Dave. And then you, it's like, holy shit. And then you're like, sorry, you're like waving. And I, I didn't mean to, but it wasn't in the middle of uh, that choice of the construction area, skinny lane. And Jim, I doubt it was five feet. No, Dave. No, it was like, you may oh, have, shit. You, know, you may have encroached the, the zipper or the yeah. solid line or yeah. whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. It's just, but yeah, there's just that. Choices, you guys. Choices. Yep. It can wait. Well, and it's situational You're going to be awareness. at the pit in 30 or 45 minutes. Yeah. Or if the it's, plant. If it's that urgent, call the person. It, I mean, I just, I don't understand. It's it's legal to have Bluetooth, have your ear device, whatever the case may be. Yeah, call. and there isn't a phone in the world. I, I don't know how many favorites they hold. You know, my fa- my phone holds... My, my favorites, you know, you, my family, Jam, you know, Linda, Dispatch. You don't have to look at your phone, but just seconds to hit the favorite button and call somebody. Yeah. You don't or, have to dial the number. And, and hey, you know, they Siri, should be in your I, call contacts. You could yeah. just yeah. tell it. Yeah, you, yeah, you could just there. say, That's, call Bob, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So it, there's a solution. I guess what I'm saying, there's a solution, Dave. Yeah. You know? There always is. Always. I mean, that's what we've talked about the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm hoping uh, this experience for that driver resulting in termination changes his habits for the next place yeah. he works at. Oh, my gosh. I hope he goes down the road and gets an amazing job and, and doesn't do it again. Oh, you wish know? the best for I, him. Yeah. I hope it helps our people. And I hope it helps our people. I, you know, if, if you can learn from someone else's mistake, you, you need to think at this incident, not that I might lose my job. It's more that I might kill someone. Right. 
If I keep doing this, I might kill something. It was kind of surreal this morning, you guys. I, I got up and uh, my wife had started my cup of coffee and I was putting my boots on. And she's like, what do you got on tap today? And I was like, oh, it's podcast day. And she's like, oh, I totally forgot it was Wednesday already since we all had Monday off, right? It seems like we're you know, running behind for the week already. And she's like, oh, what's the discussion about today? And I said, oh, we get to talk to the majority about the podcast about how we almost killed someone and we fired the driver because he was texting while driving and almost did it. Mm. And man, her face was like she was she was all kind of you know oh how's your day blah blah and then it was like whoop you know and she went stone face on it and it was like wow that sucks she goes what would that guy uh, that guy on TV uh, you know and she was like putting her arm up like <laughs> flexing her butt and I'm like oh the strong arm of the law she's like yeah what would he think about that Frank Azar I, I would yeah. say he thought he had a fat payday. Because we were so freaking wrong, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it was insanely ridiculous. I mean, there is zero defense in something like that. You made a choice to do that, and boy, was it a bad choice. You know, what would you tell your kids if you saw them make that choice? I guess think of that. You, you, have, to, you have to walk the walk if you're going to talk the talk. You, Give me the keys. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, it's it's just it's terrible, you guys. Yeah, we talked about terrible it. decision. About it. So so reverse about it. The decision your kid makes. What if your kid was in that car? Yeah, good beside point. Beside our Jim. truck. Yeah, and he doesn't have the experience to hold that car straight yeah. and slam on the brakes, or just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, because he's such a young driver, right? I, or she is. Man, that just made me think of Bob Marty and Jim. For shout outs. We totally missed Bob Marty and for shout outs. I'm oh, absolutely so, with the boat. Yeah, yeah, so glad you brought that oh, up. Yeah. yeah, just to to shift gears and jump back up to shout outs, you guys. Uh, oh no, you talked to him on the radio about it. Right. I never yeah, yeah, yeah. I never sent you anything, I'm Jim. Like, to, I'm like, oh, I feel like we talked about it because <laughs> you talked to him about it on the radio. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. So Bob Marty and drives 0075 out of yard 23. And it's kind of crazy, you guys. Jim was off on Friday. But he gets a call from Scott Honstein, who him and his wife Becky own Shoko Oil Sam or, Hill. or Sam Hill Oil yep. Company. That's what Shoko stands for. Good and, people. Uh, yeah, good good family. We've known them for, for years and years and years. And uh, that's who supplies the fuel over at Yard 23. Anyway, Scott calls Jim, and, and he's like, hey, man, he said, you just had a driver flag me down he was flashing his lights he was you know trying to get my attention and pulled up next to me had his honked window his down honked his horn you know the whole nine yards and scott was like what does this guy want you know and bob passed or or ran up on scott and scott's pulling this badass ski boat yeah his brand new boat yeah brand right, new ski right. boat and so the, proud of it the it's called a hood but it's not like the hood on the front of a car it's a hood over a boat engine it was popped up and and facing the wind just like a hood on a car right so you know at 50 60 miles an hour this hood just has all this pressure on it and it's all stood open and it's kind of funny obviously our videos have no sound because that's illegal but you watch bob go up there bob's next to scott scott doesn't look at him and bob's driving and and keeps looking you know out the side window and looking ahead and looking out the side window and bob's even got his window down the passenger window down right finally he toots his horn you know 
just to get his attention. And you could tell it was like that, you know, just a real quick. Wasn't it? Yeah, like, hey, dumbass, right? (laughs) Finally, Scott looks over. and throw a water bottle at him? (laughs) No, no, right? (laughs) Go get this guy's attention. Yeah, so you see Bob. I mean, he even puts his hand like, hey, the hood is up. He's doing it. He did a wonderful job. Yeah, and I mean, he's yelling. They're talking to each other at 55 or 60 miles an hour down the freeway. It slowed up quite a bit, though. They did, yeah. They both slowed up. When it was all said and done, they were down to the the 40, 45, right, (laughs) in the fast lane and middle lane but anyway i guess it was so cool because bob didn't know who that was nope bob had no clue that was scott honstein that owns shoko oil that where we get where we get our oils and our fuels right so it just it was just so cool to have scott call and and go man your guy saved me you have no idea how much money he goes i don't even know what that hood costs for my boat and he goes he just saved my ass so bob great job man you know you didn't know who that was and you were just a good a, Samaritan. A stranger. And, yeah, Dave. a stranger. That's what we're trying you, to get You at. helped a stranger. You chose to help a stranger. Exactly. Good exactly. for you. Exactly. And, and Scott said, he said he, when, he, when he got up to Steamboat and stuff, he was just sitting there thinking about it. And he, and he looked at Becky and he goes, Becky, he says, that's what America should be about. Right there is what America should be about. Yeah. Is helping each other recognizing there's a problem there's some situational awareness helping a stranger out saving somebody from untold amounts of money yeah and and scott scott was like you know that was that was the three-day weekend right he said it would have ruined my weekend oh knowing Ru- scott right 100 Ru- percent. and then it would have ruined becky's weekend because it ruined scott's weekend <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly and so yeah bob great great job for just Total stranger, yeah, and and representing JFW, yeah, yeah, and just being a great human being. Good yep. job, Bob. Yep, very cool, very cool, awesome. Yep. <clears throat> Anything else about uh, distracted driving? Don't do it. Yeah, it's into, a choice. In a subject, Make that we're choice. not. We're not going to. It can wait. We're not yeah. putting up with it. Yeah, driving yeah. is your number one priority. Focus at that point. Yeah. Nothing else should yeah. should be yeah. taken first. If you, you know. need to have a text conversation, call. Yeah, yeah. Twenty five percent of your day, you're sitting there parked. Yeah, use that twenty five percent. We're gonna harp on it a little bit, right? But let's talk about situational awareness, right? <laughs> so last week or the week before, I told you about the color conditions and condition white. You're totally oblivious to your surroundings. That driver yesterday was in condition white, had no idea what was going on around him. When you're driving, what'd you say, 40 tons of material or 40 tons, 80,000 pounds yeah, totally. in a construction zone, you can't be totally oblivious to your surroundings. And that's right. the bottom line. Right. So. All right. We had uh, no questions from the audience this week. What? Yep. Safety topic we'll say was I thought that mobile was phone usage. <laughs> one of those from the little survey, you know. To make it more interactive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, where's our questions? Yeah, ask questions, guys. <laughs> Y'all all have my email address or my... I know you know how to get a hold of me when you want time off. <laughs> Shoot me a text message, call me, give us some questions. Um, safety topic of the week will be mobile phone usage. And then tips and tricks from Ray Davis. Ray Davis let me down this week. Uh, <laughs> Bacon! Bacon! <laughs> I talked to him at the fuel aisle yesterday. He's like, yeah, I'll send you one on seatbelt use. And he never did. Mm. So you could bake me if you want. But Here's a tip on seatbelt use. Use your seatbelt. <laughs> right. But even more, th- even more than that, use it properly. 
Don't click it behind your back. And then what everybody, not everybody, what we see sometimes is the anti-seatbelters, right? They'll put their seatbelt on and then they use a um, adjustment. The lock thing. The lock to make it so loose, it's not really doing anything. You know, we had a driver a couple of weeks ago we discovered seatbelt was clicked behind his back. So then the, the, the OBD thinks it's hooked up. Right. Right. And then the seatbelt's like draped like on his shoulder, kind of like if you had a backpack. Uh, and it's like, yeah. you're not doing yourself any favors by like that. By that, And the reason we want you to use these seatbelts properly is if you have an accident, you need to be able to control that truck. If you get thrown from the seat, guess what? You are not in control of that truck, and it could be worse than it already is. Absolutely. So, yep. Yeah. All right. Isn't it the lot? Oh, there is, <laughs> <laughs> there is that part. Yeah, I mean, if you're texting and driving and you don't have your seatbelt on, I mean, it's just not good. <laughs> you know, and the, is that our culture? Not at all. Right? I, yeah. I mean, there's so many things to be a rebel about, but not the safety. Yeah. Not when it costs you or somebody else yeah, your you, life. It's kind of funny because you the seatbelt thing, when you get into some guys that have been trucking for 20, 30 years, they're like, I'm never going to wear my seatbelt. Saw somebody burn to death because I couldn't get the seatbelt <laughs> right. off. You know, and it's like, well, that's one person. Out of how many? Exactly. When you go back and you look at the statistics of how many lives seatbelts have saved, there's one incident that, okay, they died. Yeah. Right? But, I mean, the amount of lives they saved, it, right. I'm so making it up. It's like 99 to 1. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, or even the, uh, the severity of an injury. Oh, you yeah. Know, you could have probably walked away from an accident injury-free, maybe a little bit sore, but injury-free, like don't need to be hospitalized. Yeah. Or you have a brain bleed. We just talked about it two weeks ago, Jam. Carissa Miller that was killed at 120th and Bradburn. She was texting, rear-ended our truck. No seatbelt. No seatbelt. Mm. She would be alive today. Would yeah. she have some scars? Yeah. But she would be alive. Right. You know, and, and there's the point. She was texting. Right. She's dead. Yeah, you can't. This is a young woman, a high school girl, that we watched her family sobbing at that scene. Think about what you're doing. You know, we don't make this shit up. It's happened, right? I mean, these are factual things. So Yeah, and how, how bad can the seatbelt really bother you? I'm just I just thinking driving yeah. up to North Dakota. Yeah. Because when I when I get in the seat, I drive. Yeah. I don't I mean if the girls gotta hold their pee and we barely eat, I I wanna get there. I drive. And eleven hours. And I don't think one of my complaints was the seatbelt is bothering me. but they had to pee and they were really hungry yeah and my knee hurt and my back hurt i think in dad's car that you took up doesn't the seatbelt chime go off after like 2016s (laughs) well you can't shut it off (laughs) i guess that's the thing that it just doesn't it's such a little problem i would feel funny driving without it oh totally jim now yeah yeah it took me a long while to to assimilate to wearing it every day. Yes. And it was my kids because they were little. Dad, put your seatbelt on, you know. And yeah. now I won't drive without it. Right. Yeah. Totally agree, Dave. Yeah. 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 Soup, you want to hit us with that high road hauling? I bet it's a good one. Okay. You know, it's funny how that works out. We were just talking about um, being at the top of your game or, you know, going out and, and being the person that motivates the person sitting within 25 feet of you. And uh, <clears throat> this week's high road hauling is about heroes. 
you know, you could say that person would be a hero because they are motivating and they are working to the 100% of their abilities. But um, who is the person you look up to and admire the most in life? If you could be someone else for their, uh, someone else that you admire, who would it be? When Matthew McConaughey was 15, someone asked him, who's your hero? A couple of weeks later, McConaughey told this person, it's me in 10 years. He could have said it's an athlete or an actor he aspired to be like or a superhero he grew up liking. Nobody, uh, excuse me, no, instead he chose himself. He made the decision, the choice that he could live up to the standard of being his own hero. We all have that choice in life. It's a life strategy and it has served McConaughey well in his journey as an actor as well as his personal life. You could use the same strategy in your life to achieve your goals and become the kind of person you admire in life and pull your life's vision forward. Becoming a hero is a, is a much simpler strategy than we think, especially if we know what we want from life and who we want to be. The rest will come easy. So use these strategies to design your hero within you and bring them to life over the next 10 years. Number one, determine your hero model. The thing that makes heroes so inspirational, ad admirable, and evokes celebration from us is ultimately the characteristics that these individuals possess and portray, such as bravery, courage, fearlessness. It seems that in mo the most significant moments, heroes are victorious. Who do you hope to become in the next decade? Who do you wish to become in your life? What qualities do you hope to represent? What would you like to accomplish in your life? What great qualities will someone else someday admire in you? Number two, let your vision pull you to an epic future. <clears throat> I believe we all admire in any hero the confidence of their conviction. Whether it's a Super Bowl trophy or a leader on the battlefield or Batman protecting Gotham, heroes don't hesitate about their true intentions or plans. They act courageously and confidently towards the action necessary to move them closer to their future and the positive outcomes they seek. Demand it from yourself. A bona fide sports hero is Michael Jordan. Every game you could have the expectation that he would prevail in every opportunity. And the more often than not, he did. So still, he missed some game winners along the way, even though we expected uh, him to make them all as I'm quite sure he did as well. Much like their fans, heroes expect greatness of themselves. No, they demand it from themselves. Listen to any of the greats in their respected fields, and they don't just hope to show up and be great. They expect it from themselves. These titans of the world they report to will not accept something less than their very, very best. Become more than a hero, become a legend. So what happens in 10 years when you reach your personal hero status? The thing that makes the hero is the legend. It's not just George Washington leading the American Revolution. It's his willingness and desire not to become a king. And I don't know if you guys knew, knew that. They wanted to give him rule for life when wow. he won the, that war. And he said no. It's uh, not only Abraham Lincoln fighting for freedom for slaves. It's his completing this and forever changing history. It's Jordan coming out of retirement and winning three more NBA titles 
or Kerry Strug landing one more vault, or Brady leading one more fourth quarter drive. In McConaughey's story, that person came back to him at 25 years old and asked him, did you become your own hero? And his reply was, not even close. He responds, my hero is me at 35. So he he says, wait another 10 years. You see, the truth is that we keep going, we keep stretching, and we keep moving towards a more significant and grander version of the hero within us. Maybe for you, this is finally starting that company you've long dreamed of and providing a better life for your family or taking a job that makes less money but gives you more time with your family or aging parent. Maybe it's volunteering in your community, stepping up in your career, or raising your children on your own. You see, a hero doesn't reach a peak in life and then stop. We don't admire them for reaching the summit, then stopping their greatness. We respect them because they are continually getting better, because they keep providing excellent sources of inspiration and motivation. We admire them because they become legends. And the quote this week is um, something that really is inspiring because of the, uh, the person that said this. A hero is an ordinary individual who finds the strength to per- persevere and endure in spite of the overwhelming obstacles by Christopher Reeve. And if you remember Christopher Reeve, he was Superman. Mm-hmm. And then he yep. got paralyzed from a, a riding accident on his horse. Yep. And he lived for God how many more years? Long, but long quite a while. He, yeah. he really was a hero. Yep. Good one, Soup. Yeah, absolutely, good dude. One. Good stuff. Final thoughts, everyone? Yeah, I can. <laughs> it was a pause there, right? An awkward pause. I, I don't Bacon. know. It was. <laughs> Bacon. Um, <laughs> That's what I was uh, thinking. <laughs> I was thinking hamburger. Um, just a, a play on words and stuff that I that I ran across. I I ran across an old uh, George Carlin skit. If anybody knows who that is, oh, yeah. I think he was Bacon. Yeah, Bacon. Right. He's f- funny guy, but he was talking about two words, and he used to call words his babies because he he loved that banter so much. And he said two of his favorite are. Um, alter and change. You can alter your plans or you can change your plans. But it's a whole lot different if you're going to alter your pants or change your pants. So he, he you know, I just thought that was a that was yeah. a good little skit. You on caught me one. off guard when you said pants at first. I'm like, did he mean plans? <laughs> <laughs> I did the first time, right? Oh, but funny. if you're going to change your pants, it's yeah. not the same as changing Change your, your plans, plans. <laughs> yeah. right? So the other one I wanted to finish up with was uh, uh, I ran across that, that old deal, and, and I think uh, we did it at Danielle and Tyler's wedding, where you put golf balls in the jar, you know, and you ask everybody, is it full? Oh, yeah. You know, and then, and then you put some sand in there, and you put water in there, and it's a, it's a really good piece. Yeah. I, I ran across this other deal where... That the, was a the, high road hauling years ago, it, you know. It, it was, Super <laughs> Dave. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've talked about that. So uh, a professor looks at a student and says, uh, what do you want to be after college? And the student looks at him and says, I am what I want to be after college. I'm a zero. (laughs) And the professor was like, stop right there. Don't talk like that. You are more, you, you are not nothing. And the student said, you missed my words. I said I am a zero, and I stand behind things and add value. And I take nothing from anyone. I am a zero. Wow. 
Wow. So, that's one, great. Wanted to leave you with that. I love that. Well, I'm not going to leave you with anything nearly as profound as <laughs> my zero. <laughs> yeah, his zero and plants Trucks. and pants and plans and <laughs> bacon and all that good stuff. Hamburger. <laughs> right? But I am going to leave you with a thought. Blueberries? Because the, the tech. What? <laughs> what color are those? Blueberries. Berries. What are those? Blueberries. Man, can we digress fast? So, uh, Kendrick brought something up yesterday because obviously. You know, we just don't like snap our fingers and go oh, fire that guy, right? It's a discussion amongst our leadership team and stuff. And uh, I don't think it's looked at that that way. I don't think people no, realize what an no. agonizing. Yeah. And we've said it over yeah. and over. Oh, yeah. So go, yeah. go ahead. It's not go fun. Ahead. It's not hard fun. to fire somebody around here. Yeah. Just say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. So uh, I just, you know, part of the the growth of an experience like that, right? Because just in making that decision is a growth moment, right? Somebody always brings something to the table that you're like, wow, I didn't think about that or I didn't remember that or I didn't know sure. about that. And Kendrick, Kendrick brought up, and, and uh, you know, I hope you don't get upset with me for using this, Kendrick. I mean, I'm just reading the text that I've been sitting here looking for, but he said he agreed with all of us in the decision you know, to let the driver go, and he said, you should not be texting and driving. Ex expressly in a construction zone around emergency vehicles or in traffic. I wish I could get the driver no Gomez, no Gomez, God, I screwed that up. No Gomez is the guy's name that drove mm -hmm. for U.S. Foods that killed the state trooper down in Castle Rock yep. to come and speak on the podcast about how a split-second decision changed his life. All because of the phone. Yep. Right, he killed a state trooper down yep. in Castle Rock. I remember that because he was distracted, and this guy is not the same guy. It it ruined his life. And state trooper or not, you kill someone and it's your fault for a for a choice, a decision you have made. Your life is over mm -hmm. as far as how you view it, how you're probably going to move forward, yep. how your wife is going to look at you, how your children are going to look at you, how your peers are going to look at you, how you're going to get a job in the future, you know what you're going to become because you think a text is more important. You just blew up your entire life. Yes. You made one bad decision that ruined the rest of your life, didn't it, Jim? Yep. So I'm sorry it's not the hunky-dory, funny, great, closing thoughts but those are truly my thoughts because you've not only affected your family the family you just injured or possibly killed but you affected every family here at jfw all of our livelihoods you just jeopardized so you know don't do it it's an easy choice don't do it yep there's no text that can't wait 100 percent. soup oh go ahead yeah, I just was thinking, Dave, with your comment is, how much better would we be? Right? Nobody text. Yeah. None of our drivers yeah. text yeah. Or, or be distracted. How much better of a company and drivers would we be to the public, to the, yeah. to the pits, to the loader operators, to the customers, to other drivers, to your family, to your wives? How much better would we be? Nobody text. Yeah. Well, that driver would be better. He'd still be working here today. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, super. I, I Maybe it made him better. You know, I mean, we all have to learn from our mistakes. 
hopefully he'll learn and yep. he'll be a better driver. Absolutely. Right? Well, nothing right? but the best for him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so everybody try to be your inner hero. I think everybody has that inside of them. You just have to work and uh, work it out. And uh, so, and we've all heard the cliche, be the best you. It's kind of the same thing. Absolutely. So true. Well, I got a couple Bible verses on uh, who you surround yourself with. First one is, walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. And that's Proverbs thirteen twenty. And then, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. And that's 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Nice. Let's say the... <laughs> so much. Just like, this podcast has been so truthful. Yeah. So those two proverbs are just so truthful, yep. Jim. What what we've talked about is just the truth is is shines through. Yep. Yeah. It's the truth. No. All right. You oh. can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> you really you really can't when you because it's it's mind blowing. Well, there's the next phrase: the truth hurts. Yeah. Right. Mm, That's yeah. what Jack Nicholson was saying when the Lakers went down 0-4, <laughs> four straight games against the Nuggets. Yeah. Uh, you can't uh, handle the, the truth, truth, Jack. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my other final thought is: don't forget to like and subscribe to the Channel Twenty Three podcast. <laughs> Hit that follow button. Also, don't forget to go back and listen to episode seventy-two and help find Amram's mom, which there has been some big, what do you want to call it? Break, breakthroughs. breakthroughs. Yeah. Some, some yeah, leaps, some, and it's either from the faith or from the vigilance yep. on, on yep. her part or yeah. all of our parts, but yep. good good stuff yep. happening. There's She's a, throwing everything at it, including the kitchen sink. Yep. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Links to her story will be in description of today's podcast as well. Nice. Yeah, could you imagine doing a podcast where that's that's solved? Wow. Yeah. Be able to bring all the stuff out. All the closure. All the closure. Hopefully it's in our future. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, wait, wait, well put, Dave. Yeah. Not hopefully. It is. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, yeah. Better words. Yep. Better results. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I think uh, um, they said that in that Star Wars movie, Yoda, do not think, do. <laughs> <laughs> There's a profound word. <laughs> oh, man. Bella, so Bella's a big baby Yoda. Like She's got more baby Yoda than baby Yoda's got. And she she says something about baby Yoda's dad the other day. I'm like, you mean Yoda? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Say the creed and get out of yeah. here. It's yeah. time to go. Let's wrap it. We're getting delirious. Together we, we face, face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together we are the JFW family. All right. I hope. Good Be podcast. safe, everybody. No yeah. texting. Have a great week. See you next week. And just so you know, we got Paco Nahara coming on next week. Oh, awesome. Nice. Good hey, stuff. Just a reminder, lean and learn, or lean and look. Yeah, See, lean he and has look. no blind spot. Lean, learn, and look. Yep. 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 Bacon. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a-trucking down the road. 
Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Well, it's a family tradition, any Rocky Mountain day. Our fathers before us showed us the way. We work for asphalt cowboys and concrete kings, but that's never been a problem because we got diesel in our veins. We've got diesel in our veins. I see those big, bright, shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big, bright, shiny red trucks just looking for another load. I hear there's a couple million tons to move. I see them everywhere. So you best get out their way and watch that sand and gravel disappear. There's another run to make. We gotta get it there on time. And we got what it takes to lay it all out on the line. Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Those big bright shiny red trucks got the best drivers in town. They got all the tools they need to keep that hammer down. When they hit them scales, they won't need to dodge them, won't need to duck them. They just keep that hammer down And they keep that diesel trucking Keep that hammer down And keep that diesel trucking I see those big bright shiny red trucks Just a trucking down the road Those big bright shiny red trucks Just a looking for another Keep them doors closed, keep them butts in their seats Cause those customers are calling, and those red trucks can't be beat They've gotta put the hammer down, and pick up another load Get it off the ground, keep them eyes open and on the road Keep them eyes open on the road Big bright shiny red trucks just a trucking down the road. Those big bright shiny red trucks just looking for another load. Breaker, breaker, two, three. Anybody got a copy on that channel 23 podcast? Welcome and thanks for listening.